and welcome to Destination Passport. Passport. I'm Keith Bird. I'm Damon Product. And together we are Bird, Bird Product Travel, Travel Agency. Agency. And this is the only podcast about travel. And this is thank you so much for tuning in again. <laughs> and this is a thank you to all of our listeners at home who have been with us from the very beginning and will continue to be with us until the very end. And I also want to thank the listeners who haven't been with us from the very beginning yeah. because you are special too. You are special. You're not as special as the ones who have been with us from episode one, season one, episode one, S1E1. S1E1. As is the parlance. Yeah. But, but you're I, still special. But you're still special. And and something that, this is just like a, a little inside tip, a little tip, a little trick for you. If this is, say, your first episode, your first time listening, a lot of our listeners, what they find is very helpful is they mm -hmm. stare at a blank white wall yeah. mm -hmm. while listening so that all, all of their senses are put fully into Yeah. It's sort this. of like Daredevil, the, the, the superhero, mm -hmm. where he's... Uh, blind and so he can hear really good or something. I haven't really. Yeah, it's sort of like, exactly like that. Yeah. So if you want to blind yourself, you can go that far. But if you don't want to go to that extreme, just stare. I mean, our best fans and listeners, of course, they stick knives in their eyes so they can hear our podcast better than ever before. Um, but you don't have to go that far as long as you download and you know just play it and turn down the volume so you don't have to hear it. We we still get the analytics. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you don't have to like go into the other senses either, right? If if you're if you're already blind and you're saying, "Hey, I might be able to increase my my hearing even better by say ripping all my skin off," <laughs> you don't have to go to that extreme either. Like you can yeah. keep some of your other senses and still listen really well. Yeah, we really encourage all of our listeners to keep as many of their senses <laughs> as they can, um, even if they think it, losing some of them will help. We we just don't want to be responsible for that. You know? Exactly, it's it's a, it's a legal thing. Outside of that, do it. But you know what else we're responsible for? Yeah, what's that? Uh, Giving our clients great vacations. That's right. And last week's client, uh, Julian Marquise, uh, is no different. No, no different at all. In fact, he went on. You, you might say two vacations in one. Yeah. Well, one after another. Yeah. Well, one after another, right? Sort of a combo. So every show, obviously, we we meet a client and we uh, send them on the trip of their dreams uh, mm -hmm. with one tiny asterisk, <clears throat> and uh, we oh, fix yeah. that yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah, fun size Tommy. Fun size Tommy. We don't have to talk about that. No. Um, and la last week was no exception. So we yeah. pitched two different options, and he said, heck, you guys have been so great. I think I'm going to go on both. Yeah, and he sent us a postcard, as all of our clients do. And what did he say in that I again? I think he said that he's having the, the time, time of his, his life. life. Oh, yeah. He he's already been down to Grand Cayman for Buffet Fest. Yep. And he's on his way now to Peru for Buffet Fest. Yep. And so of course he's already had all of the buffet food from all around the world that he can possibly dream of. Uh -huh. And he's he's put on some weight. He put on one hundred pounds. Yeah, at buffet literally, Fest. literally hundred pounds. He measured himself. He sent that on the postcard. Um, he sent a little before and after picture. Yeah. Uh, usually it's the other way around. Yeah. The and afters, um, like if, like a weight loss journey, but just case, imagine that in reverse. The reverse is much healthier for him because he's much a very healthier. tall guy. Who, if you listen to last week, his girlfriend's parents want him to get down to his high school wrestling weight of 112 pounds. Yep. And uh, you know he he's get, making some time for himself by going to buffet fest yeah. first before he goes to Jimmy Buffett fest, where he's going to take ayahuasca and vomit while listening to. Jimmy Buffett and his opener 311. Yeah, and he's he's hoping to get down to 112 pounds, which. Doctors have said that might not be physically possible for a man of his stature. Yeah, no, so, he's like six foot eight. Right. So, <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm glad that he put on all the weight, but but, but gosh, I, I kind of hope he doesn't throw it all back right, right, right back out of him. Yeah, I mean, uh, just for his sake, it, he might find when he goes to to Jimmy Buffett Fest that you know maybe instead of having a girlfriend with with parents who want him to 
lose a dangerous amount of weight. Maybe he should just enjoy having a cheeseburger in paradise every now and then. You That's know? right. His, yeah. uh, what's the salt shaker of... Uh, Lost Shaker, Lost Shaker, Shaker of, of Salt. salt. Yeah, maybe that's, Margar- just... uh, that's Margaritaville. Yeah, yeah. So song. basically, the same thing. All yeah. Right. yeah. Well, the point is, he should have a lot more sodium in his diet. That's basically what we're. That's getting what at. we're hoping yeah. for 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 old Julian. But that's the update there. Um, and let's real quick check in with each other, our our, our personal lives. Yeah, our personal lives, if you will, and and they're mer- merging again. What do you know? Because uh, yeah. uh, longtime listeners know that Keith over here used to be married to my sister Jennifer Product. Yeah, your uh, lovely sister, my lovely ex-wife. Um, and you know, after the tumultuous kind of half a year that I had, you know, the the different dalliances that mm-hmm. I participated in, uh, I, you know, I realized after Andrea Corpschecker, the assistant coroner, uh, wanted me to murder her boss, uh, and I failed to do so. I realized, you know, I'm searching for something that I already had, which is a lovely wife. <laughs> had you said or have had. Yeah. Yeah. I'm searching for something that I already had. Already had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're still searching for it, but yeah. now just more directly getting back with Jennifer product. So I've, yes. I've noticed that because, again, yeah. we have these weekly family dinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last week, uh, you, made a, you made a surprise appearance. Uh, yeah. I made a surprise appearance. I descended from the ceiling a la Tom Cruise in the original Mission Impossible. It's like you were trying to surprise us. I was trying to okay. surprise you. It was, it was you know... I figured, like, look, Jennifer's not going to love seeing me either way. I might as well make a big entrance out of it. Yeah. Um, maybe that'll trigger something. Maybe that'll impress her in some way. And so I lowered myself down, uh, like, rappelled down mm-hmm. from the ceiling. Uh, you have very high... Your, your, your parents have really high ceilings in their house. Enough to rappel down Enough from, Enough to yeah. rappel down from. And I was, you know, I was doing the theme. I was like, don't. Dun 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 dun. Which dun, which dun, caused dun. us to look up. We wouldn't we would we would have noticed you later, but yeah. you were doing it very loudly. And we said, "What the heck is that?" So we all looked up and we we're like, "Oh, Keith, yeah. what are you doing here?" <laughs> you paid no mind. You kept you kept true to the yeah. the, the lyrics. Uh, the lyrics which are dun 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 dun. And you dun, just dun, slowly dropped. I mean, that was like a five minute drop. It. I really wanted to milk it. Yeah. You know, I really wanted to 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 milk that moment for all it was worth. And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't quite able to, like, stop myself before I landed in your mashed potatoes and, mm-hmm. and kind of spread your spread all over the place. And Now, that was kind of our fault because, again, we had ample time to move anything. You were dropping <laughs> for five minutes. I think you were all, especially um, Jennifer, but you were all very shocked at, at what you were seeing. You couldn't quite process so it. So much shock. Yeah, it wasn't like an initial, like, what the heck? And then let's move stuff. It was like five minutes of, like, jaw on the floor. We're all, huh? And then I'm looking yeah. at Jennifer. She's going, huh? We're just back and forth, huh? Yeah. And so I, la- I just smashed into the food yeah i got up tried to clean some of it off and then I, I i took out my script that i'd written for myself and i i delivered it right to jennifer i said this mission should i choose to accept it which i do is to take to is to win you back and i and i i did stumble over it because i crossed out some you were of it. really nervous too. yeah i, I was really nervous yeah. yeah uh and then i had it self-destruct in my hands and that burned my hands pretty badly and uh, you set off the fire alarm in, in your parents' house, and it was just a whole ordeal that I don't think really helped me at all. No, it didn't, and she stated as much yeah. right, right she afterwards said, she said, to your Keith, face. this whole ordeal did not help you at all. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I knew that it didn't help me. Yeah. But, uh, but can I, I just... I just had to reestablish contact. You know, I had mm-hmm. to do it one way or the other, and that's, that's how I chose to do it. Yeah, no, and I mean it was a ballsy move, but I, I think I think it needed to happen, right? And now, kind of the balls in her court, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because you've you've shown your interest again, and my balls, and your balls, uh, your pants did fall yeah. off while you were falling well, down. Yeah, um, and uh, the the balls are in her court, so my balls. I, yes, we, yeah, I yeah. think we get that. <laughs> your balls are in my my sister's court. Yeah. I don't want to have to think about that or say that anymore. <laughs> 
Um, but I, I had some conversations with her afterwards, and yeah, I was sweet talking you. Yeah, I was talking you up a little bit. I asked see. you to not do that so much. I know, <laughs> but I, I figured after you repelled in here, she might be receptive to it, mm. and uh, she she was not. Um, she did not enjoy it, and she said, "Damon, look, if 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 Keith keeps trying to re-enter my life, I'm gonna have to go go forward with the restraining order." And so wow. I just wanted to give you a heads up, right, that the surprise attacks might not be the best way to go going okay. forward, and we might have to come up with another plan. Because look, you know, I want you back in the family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Uh, thanks for letting me know that. <laughs> that yeah, the restraining might, order might be coming <laughs> any day. Yeah, I just thought I'd give you yeah. a quick heads up. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I keep thinking about this one time when we were still married, when I asked her, baby, honey, what do I have to do to get you to actually love me? And she said, uh, extreme plastic surgery. And I said, well, I don't, I don't really want to do that. And she's like, well, that's going to have to be it. Cause otherwise you just this look doing like this. Yeah. yeah. So I might have to look into that. I don't know. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So you might just go full, like complete plastic plastic surgery to look like a, a completely different human being for her. I might. I might have to. So yeah. it wasn't so much like a personality clash. Well, she said the personality is also bad, but I would be able to tolerate it more if you looked more like, I don't know, um, Miles Teller. <laughs> She's a huge Miles. She's Teller a big fan, Miles so Teller fan. She loves War Dogs. That's her favorite movie is War Dogs with Miles Teller. It's not even just her favorite Miles Teller movie. That's her favorite film. That's her favorite film film of all time. Mm -hmm. She said it's a cinematic masterpiece, (laughs) and I I don't really see it, but that's what she wants. If if that's what she wants, that's what she'll get. And I don't know if I can afford a guy who can make me look like Miles Teller. She might have to settle for Jonah Hill, and that might be good enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not only do I not see it, I have not seen that movie, so I don't even know how to reference it. But... (laughs) Hey, I'm glad that you're uh, trying to re-enter the family. You know that I I welcome you with open arms. Um, Well, thank you. And if you don't mind, uh, just a quick update on my side of things. Uh, I'm dating again. Whoa. I know we haven't talked about it a lot. We didn't, the entire first season, (laughs) we didn't one single time talk about you. I mentioned that I was a prolific fucksman. You are a Lothario, for sure. A a prolific fucksman, but we haven't really talked about it on mic. Yeah, well, because I typically don't date, right? I was typically just a fucksman. Yeah. And um, I met met someone um, that that was just truly special. And um, she actually works next door at the pet store. What? Right next to our, our brick and mortar travel agency shop. Wait, can I guess which employee it is? I think you're yeah, I think you're gonna nail it. Is it Patty? It's Patty. Wow. It's Patty. Yeah. The turtle expert. Mm-hmm. Well, I went there obviously for all the the dog food that I have to buy on a on a weekly basis. Right, because you have thousands of dogs. Thousands in of your dogs living with me. Apartment. Um which you know, and she keeps mentioning to me, you can buy this online. You don't have to come in three times a day to re up on food for each <laughs> specific meal for these thousands yeah. of dogs. And I said yeah, but you know something about the air in here, which yeah. was kind of like a line. Yeah. I was trying to hit oh, on her, obviously. Line, yeah. uh, and she wasn't picking up what I was putting down, so I had to just say, "Hey, would you like to go out on a date with me?" And she wow. said, "Probably not. I'm I'm working right now." Uh, but then I showed up at the end of her shift, and I said, "We're going on a little date." Wait, is that why you were dressed like Dana Carvey in the Turtle Club disguise from Master of Disguise? Yes. Wow. She is the turtle expert, and I yeah. thought, hey. What, what better way to get into her heart than uh, than going through that hard shell of hers <laughs> through my shell? Wow, yeah, that's beautiful. So 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 I'm starting to date, and it's and it's a weird world that I'm entering. Uh, I might have to ask you for for advice. It sounds like you and Mrs. Corpse Checker were were dating for for a little while. <laughs> it did and... sound like that, didn't it? <laughs> it did sound like that. Obviously, yeah. there were there were a few 
uh, issues with that relationship. One yeah. of them being that it wasn't actually physically or spiritually her that was dating you for a while. For most of the time, she was possessed by the spirit of the girl who liked me in middle school. But yeah, it, it got pretty good after that too. After we banished her to Hades, um, the spirit that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can give you some tips and tricks. I've picked up some tips and tricks along the way, and. Um, I mean, I think you're off to a great start, you know, disguising yourself as Pistachio Disguisey as the turtle guy. Yeah, and just really forcing myself onto her, even though she didn't really want to date. Yeah, to begin with. Uh, uh, figuratively. Figuratively, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Did, I didn't mean, yeah, in the physical sense, but I just mean like really late and like constantly trying. Thick, yeah. Um, and just showing up and saying, hey, I'm here for you. I'm here for Sometimes you. That's, a, that's what you got to do. And that's, that's how I got Jennifer Product to marry me, despite her not showing up to the wedding ceremony. And, you know, that, that's how it goes sometimes. That's how it goes every time, it seems like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. for these guys. But um, Well, I'm so happy for you, Damon, and uh, I, I, I hope to be happy for myself very soon as well. Can, well, I'm can, happy for you if that well, means anything, you. and I hope that we can be happy for each other and happy yeah. for each of ourselves individually as well. But you know what I'm happy for? I'm happy for... I know what I'm happy for. Can I say what I'm happy for? <laughs> sure, let's just skip over mine. <laughs> well, I think it might be the same thing you're happy for. You want to say it on the count of three? Yeah. One, One two, two, three. Our, Our client... client of the day. Of the day. Today. So we're going to be, we're going to have another great client that we're going to send on the vacation of their dreams. And uh, we're just so excited as we always are. So we're going to take a quick little break. Then we'll, we'll be right back with more Destination Passport. After this, bye. Welcome back to Destination Passport. Uh, let's get right into it. Our client's been waiting, and, and we want them to wait no further. That's right. They've been camping out all night yeah. uh, just to get uh, yeah. our 12 p.m. meeting uh, underway here today. And That's uh, when we like to open, because we like to sleep in. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, so let's not leave them waiting outside by all those birds that hang around the front of our lot any longer. And please, everyone, clap wherever the fuck you are right now. Just clap your hands for Andy Pampers. Well, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for having me, gentlemen, for, for fitting me in. And yeah, you weren't kidding. Quite a lot of birds out there, you know, it's. <laughs> I was like, am I in an Alfred Hitchcock movie? I said that out loud as I walked wow. in, and I wish someone had heard it because I just was like, good for me. But anyway. Yeah, I thought I, I heard you say the very, I, th I heard you say cock movie, and I, that's the only part that I heard. <laughs> oh, no, quite different. Yeah. Quite different. <laughs> Although with titles like Rear Window, you might think they were the same. <laughs> okay. Hey, now. That might be oh. something. Yeah, well, yeah, we it could. Yeah, there's something there, I think. There's there something is, there. There's, there's something. Some there's some naughty little thing. To, strangers on a train, anyone? Okay. Mm. Uh, okay. Nor North by Northwest could... Mm. I don't know. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Rebecca? Huh? Anyone? What? We could do this all day. Uh-oh. Family plots? That might be getting a little too Ooh. risque. They have those categories. Uh, they have those categories. I'm going uh, yeah. to vertigo crazy if we keep doing this. <laughs> I don't know. What, what is that? What is uh, that one? What was I don't that? know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, know, we do but have a lot of birds out front. Um, but we, we had to bring the birds in to chase off the soccer hooligans that were causing a big mess uh, for a long time on our block. Yeah. So and we brought in a, we brought in, want to do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we brought in a group of vultures and then they just kind of multiplied and now it's a, it's a whole ordeal. Yeah. Uh, vultures are actually rabbits of the air is what we found. Yeah. They just. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, now do rabbits do. I didn't. I think of vultures as scavengers, you know, mm -hmm. that feed on carcasses and whatnot. Do rabbits do the same thing or well, in what way? 
or they just multiply quickly. Yeah, in terms of reproductive habits, yeah. (laughs) Got it. Okay, okay. You two are naughty. This is going to be fun. I I picked the right travel agent. Let's put it that way. Well, we're happy. We're happy you feel that way. Happy you already feel that way, and I hope uh, that by the end of this, you feel even stronger about our potential friendship. Yeah, Uh, and and, and, yeah, we are looking to be not just um, not just have a client vendor relationship, but also a friend friend relationship, uh, or a friendship as it's often often called. Um, yeah. And that's, that, that's, you won't get that from any other travel sites or any other, other travel agencies, you know, the personal touch. And that's why we want to know before we really get into, uh, finding a, a vacation package, we want to get to know you, what, what your life mm-hmm. is all about, what, what you're up to, what's bothering you, what you want to get away from. We find that a mm. lot of our clients, uh, when, when it's time to go on a vacation, that's, that's when they want to get away. Yeah, they typically come to us when they they're thinking like, I want to get away from my current yeah. uh, local position from yeah. where I am right now. People people think vacations are going somewhere, but they're escaping something. Exactly. You know, and I've always said that. I've always said that. You see people on vacation, you're pretty much seeing you know prisoners on the run. You know what I mean? Mm. They've they've broken out. They're trying to get away. So I. I I agree. I mean, we are simpatico on that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad. We, we You're consider, already ahead of the curve then. Totally. And we consider all of our yeah. clients to be refugees. Yeah, the, basically. Refugees okay. taking refuge from their lives. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, so I guess the big question is, uh, what's your life about that you might be taking refuge away from? Well, gentlemen, um, I am a Hollywood publicist. Ooh. Hold your mm. applause. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and there's a lot I do, but I specifically kind of, um, much how certain bakers in New Orleans, their business is really built around Mardi Gras and mm-hmm. just how certain farmers in Minnesota, their business is built around the Christmas tree season. Mm-hmm. My business and really the time of the year that I'm most busy is award season, mm-hmm. award season, that time of the year where the envelopes start to get open, the red carpet start to get rolled out. And I get hired by various people in the industry to help push campaigns, to help push campaigns to be nominated, to win awards. I'm the person there who's saying, have you seen so-and-so in this? Mm, I, you know, if I was a voting member, certainly something, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it is a 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week race. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is just nonstop. And so now that we are, you know, wrapped up, yeah. <laughs> for for the time being and entering uh what we call the the dead season which is um spring through uh early january uh <laughs> i'm uh i'm i'm ready to just kind of cool my heels and relax somewhere and you know that's that's kind of uh that's that's what i'm looking for <laughs> okay yeah no i that must just be an just a, a grind, like a marathon. Those those few months where it's in the swing of things with awards voting and all of that. And and I like how you compare yourself to a farmer uh, because mm-hmm. you're, you're you're harvesting a crop too. It it just happens to be little gold statuettes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I am not a carrot. I am not a potato. I am not an ear of corn. I myself. The consumption of me doesn't bring pleasure to others, Mm -hmm. but to help cultivate the things that bring sustenance and pleasure to others, Mm -hmm. you're exactly right. That's even now I'm getting goosebumps up my spine. (laughs) I think about uh, the campaign I ran uh, several years ago for a little movie called Crash. Okay. Uh, one one best picture, no mm, big deal. Wow. And they they said we didn't have a chance. They said we didn't have a chance. Yeah, because it's a bad movie. You know. <laughs> mm, 
Okay, maybe you're thinking of. Are you thinking of the '90s crash? Yeah, maybe the I'm one thinking where people of that. like sleep in cars. Uh, my <laughs> crash, our crash, was an exploration of interweaving characters and racial tensions against the backdrop of Los Angeles. Oh no, that was you're, the one I was thinking of actually. <laughs> hmm, okay, well, maybe if you've gotten some of our swag stuff, then you <laughs> would have feel a little differently. We had a really good swag bag that year that we sent out to, to different people. But anyway, the point is like. That is just like, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, puts a tingle in my dingle and I am ready. Anyway, point is, yeah. yes, it's, it's nonstop. And, um, and I just need to, you talked about escaping. Mm. Look, I'm breaking out of the prison of award season. Mm. I'm running through the swamp. I can yeah. hear the dogs chasing after me. Get me somewhere where I can just relax. Yeah. Yeah. This vacation is your Shawshank redemption. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay, a little before my time as far as being in the industry, <laughs> yeah. but but yeah, my yeah, mine is my this is my my Shawshank or my Oh Brother Where Art Thou, mm-hmm. uh, if if you're familiar with with that one. Or yeah. do you ever work on like Emmys at all, like Prison Break? No, oh, oh no, okay. no 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 no. That's like asking a farmer, "Hi, do you ever uh, make Fritos?" No, <laughs> I don't deal with television. Television is uh, you know we, you know what we call television mm. TV. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and you know, you, film doesn't have that. Film yeah. is film. Yeah, you, film, you know, you don't call that. it. Hmm. Yeah. No one goes. Hey, you see a good hmm? no. You yeah. see an FM? No, that's radio. Which we don't. <laughs> does that even exist? Uh, no, film is film. But it, it, and TV, we abbreviate it because it's a lesser. It doesn't need as much. Mm. You know, it doesn't deserve all the syllables that you would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I do not work in in TV. Although, and I know what you're about to say. Wow, nowadays aren't, you know, isn't TV and movies aren't they kind of one and the same now that Netflix has gotten in the game and, you know, uh, give me a bottle of champagne and I'll tell you all about it. But uh, for now, I'm focused on the on the big screen. All right. Well, we have champagne right here. Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't mind popping it, maybe spraying it around a little bit. uh, Well, I mean, if we're going to spray it, spray it into a glass and uh, (laughs) let's let's have a few sips. Let let me have some bubbles. Uh, No, I'd love to. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'll have a little champagne and uh, we'll (laughs) Okay. Oh, you know, we'll see see what happens. So I was curious. You kind of dove into this a little bit uh, and we can talk about the conversation that we talked about was going to happen from the the champagne. But I was curious about your process, right? You talked about um, how you might. uh, basically, you are to facilitate. So it sounds like you send out swag. You raise questions to individuals. Have you seen this? It might be something I would look into if I was voting for. What would you describe as your sort of process? And how borderline bribery does it get? Well, it's all bribery. Okay. Um, but it's bribery. I'm not. Hmm, how to put this? <laughs> I'm bribing, but there is a purpose behind it. Oh, okay. It's, and, ethic, and, and it's ethical I, bribing. It's ethical bribing. Okay. It's bribing in the same way that you might have said to Leonardo da Vinci back in the day. Look, um, you know, if you paint this picture of Mona, my friend here, you know, there might be a little something in it for you. I, I mean, that's probably a bad example because <laughs> that's just basically painting on commission. But the whole point <laughs> is, like, I'm not, a, you know – ethics is you know it's it's for god to decide um so yeah i mean a lot of it you know do you know who wins awards who wins awards um the Mm, the most deserving yeah the most deserving the people who get the best work oh okay nope (laughs) 
the one with the best publicist. Wow. That's who won awards. And never forget that. Never forget that. Because every year, this person should have won this. Why didn't this movie this? You know, this and that. It has nothing to do with the quality wow. of the work itself. It has to do with, again, it's not the carrot, it's the farmer. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's a lot of things, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's setting up luncheons. It's setting up interviews. It's fun swag bags. It's, you know, kind of putting little bugs in the ears. Mm -hmm. Did you see so-and-so in this? That kind of thing. Uh, at times there's threats i've i've you know i've made some threats against wow. people and just said like <laughs> let's be clear here um if um if there isn't a nomination for a little movie called uh, bohemian rhapsody uh yeah that you one know, was bad too yeah well another one might be biting the dust you know <laughs> is something i said to someone once and next thing i know it's nominated for best picture i heard wow. you say that you thought you, you are you thinking of the french dispatch maybe that's what you're thinking that's the um... confusion you're getting there which I also love Friends to Dispatch. I mean, it's not that, but maybe you're a little confused because Bohemian Rhapsody, it was the story of Queen, the rock band. Oh, know? no, yeah, that's that what I was one. thinking yep. of. Yeah, that one was really. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Again, if you've got the swag bag, we send everyone little mustaches they could put on uh, to do some little, you know, little Mercury role play, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, uh, so it's a little bit of everything. I mean, I could bore you, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's interesting. It takes a lot of work to reward the work. So I'm just curious, like how, how a conversation, let's, let's say like a luncheon, for instance. So let's say sure. maybe we could do a little role play. Uh, I love let's role say, play. let's say Keith and I are on the voting committee for whatever, mm -hmm. whatever, uh, uh, award you prefer. And you invited mm -hmm. us to a luncheon. Uh, do you mind just kind of walking us through a little role play as to how that might go? Sure. So, um, great. So, okay. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll give an example of, um, a, a movie that I worked on mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. Dune. Have you heard of it? Have sure have. Dune. Yeah. Heard of great. it and okay. seen it. Okay, all right. So, great. So, just on the same page. Okay, here we go. So, we're at the luncheon. Um, first thing is, I come walking in, and I bring some attention by doing the the sand walk from Dune, <laughs> okay? And everyone's like, what is going on? And they go, Andy Pajamas is here. And so, I do kind of the <laughs> Dune walk across the room, the sand walk, so I'm not attracting the the, the, uh, the, the sand worms. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I see you, too. And I know that you two are voting members and and I don't go to you. You pull me in because you are two magnetic people. And I slide up. And uh, so here I am. OK, great. So I pull up and I sit down at the table. Oh, yeah. Who are you? Oh, wait, it's oh. Andy Pampers. Oh, Andy Pampers. <laughs> Good to yeah, see you. Did again. I say Andy pajamas earlier? <laughs> Andy Pampers. Uh, <clears throat> how you doing? Uh, wait a minute! How you doing? Because of the movie Dune, is that yeah, what he's doing? That the do <laughs> How you doing? Right? Okay. And so, I'm voting for Dune. I think now. I'm gonna vote for Dune now. R really? Yeah. Because oh, I had more. It's usually not that easy. Usually, that's that's what we call oh. a, kind of a, a well. I would usually say an icebreaker, but in this case, I'd go. That's what we call a sandbreaker. You always want to tie Whoa. it into what you're or a sand you're, trap. You're pitching them on. Oh, God, that's good. Yeah. I'm using that for Dune Part 2. Oh. Um, and uh, so I slide it, how you Dune, and you go, and you, okay, so let's pretend maybe you're not as... Wait, receptive. you didn't maybe already, you, you didn't already use Sand Trap for The Legend of Bagger Vance? <laughs> Again, slightly before oh, okay. my side. Uh, my, my first campaign was a 2004 year, uh, uh, the year of a million dollar baby, uh, which is the first thing I worked on. But yeah, I would have used that for Legend of Bagger Vance, absolutely. Mm. Um, so, you know, okay, so I pull up, Gentlemen, how you doing? Oh, okay, uh, good. We're sort of impressed by We're that, sort of impressed, but we but hope it's you not have more. Us yeah. In enough, yeah. Yeah. So tell me, gentlemen, um, are there, um, you know, uh, uh, how is your lunch for you? How's the lunch you're having today? How is it? 
Well, it's a little carb heavy. There, I saw some croutons mm. in here, so I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of bland. A little, kind bit. of bland, honestly. Yeah, just a regular vinaigrette on the salad. Yeah, not even balsamic. Yeah. Could have used a little more spice. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think I remember seeing the movie Dune. I think Spice I was think involved spice in that movie. Bo- yeah. I think yeah. it was like the main core. It was one of the main things. Premise is that that's everybody right. wanted to that's gather kind of the spice. That's what they're fighting over. In, yeah. in, in Dune world, that's their oil. Uh, as far as that's what you know, wars and, and blood are spilt over. That's right, gentlemen. Oh boy, let's see. Oh, we have some good wines here. Okay. Oh, I see they have a Chardonnay. Ooh, a Cabernet. Mm. Ooh, a Chalamet. Oh, wait, that's not a wine. That's just the star of Dune. Oh, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is really good as Paul in this. Have you gentlemen seen Dune? I've seen Dune. I couldn't get the screener to work. Oh, that's a bummer. I'll. I'll, I'll talk to someone about that. You know, when I saw Dune, all I could think of is, wow, they did it. They were able to take this quote unquote unfilmable novel and turn it into this big screen epic that used special effects, but the best special effect of all was the focus on the characters. Oh, wow. And that's something that really jumped out to me. Um, you know, gentlemen, a lot of people say, oh, well, it's the first and there's going to be a sequel. Well, guess what else was the first followed by a sequel? The Godfather. Wow. Oh, and okay. that's a, that was yeah. a good one, a popular one. And that yeah. was a great, well, I mean, that was a great one. Yeah. You know, you know Godfather uh, didn't really click with me until part three. Really? Yeah, you I know, didn't it's funny. It. I've heard that from people. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen any of them, but <laughs> I've heard that really the third one is kind of where it, where it all starts to to come together um uh but anyway well gentlemen um you know sorry i i gotta get going over here um i gotta go over this other table they're um apparently they really think dune should be a front runner for best picture this oh. year have you heard this that table oh. over there keeps saying it that table over there keeps saying the, it the okay. table over there with yeah. martin scorsese and steven spielberg and that you notice them over there yeah, yeah. over there that's martin Scorsese, marty uh that's steve Spielberg over there is Frankie. Frankie Francis, Munis. Or, 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 oh. Well, Munis might be Munis might be over there. I can't, you know, maybe get him a, a phone book or something. Um, anyway, they just keep saying Dune. Oh, look, oh wow, oh the Pope uh, is over there. Wow. The Pope oh. loved Dune. There's a lot. Of, wow, look over. Oh, Joe Biden. Wow, so, wow. President Joseph Joe Biden wow. loved Dune. Wow. Okay, that- well, gentlemen, anyway, I'm gonna go over there. Like I said, they're all voting. So. I don't know. I mean, just, you know, vote for whatever, but just so you know. Yeah. And then I walk away. And wow. then guess what you're thinking? Well, geez. I mean, I got to vote Dune. Yeah. I want to be the next president. Yeah. I, I, and, yeah. If, and if I want to be the next president, I'd vote for Dune. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. And the next thing you know, Oscar night and the award goes to Dune. And yeah. they're all cheering and applauding. But guess who's, guess who in that theater is cheering loudest? Oscar? Mm. Well, yeah, I guess in a way. Um, no, it's, uh, it's well, I, I'm not getting in this year because of, um, you know, COVID. But uh, Because you, you know, haven't? Uh, no, I just, I didn't get vaccinated. Uh, um, but um, but anyway, but I would be cheering the loudest. But you can find me at Musso and Frank's Classic Hollywood Hangout. And uh, I will be toasting a little martini to the screen and going, well done. Uh, well done, Pampers. <laughs> Wow. I mean, yourself. Yeah. yeah. Look, when I was, so I was in pretty deep into character for that, for that, uh, little role play. Role play. Mm-hmm. And my character was leaning very heavily towards don't look up. And 
the whole time, like, I, you know, the whole time I wanted to start talking about how great Don't Look Up is, and you didn't give me any space for that. You were just like, I give you no room. Relentless. I give you no room. I, I give you no, I, I just, I don't do it. I don't do it. I, I never, ever, ever, ever bring up another film or nominees. Wow. Name, unless I have to. Yeah. And sometimes I To will. denigrate them. But unless something was think, like, yeah, yeah. you know, above them that you really didn't want them to be aware of. And it just, you had to say, don't look up because that just fit the situation. Well, for example, I would say, don't look up. Don't look up how many horses were killed during the filming of that. And I would just say that and walk away. <laughs> Now, no horses were killed during the filming of Don't Look Up, but like they don't need to know that. You know, you don't need to know yeah. that. And and if it's just a thing, you know, a thing that's out there, if it keeps you from voting for that and voting for Dune, then yeah. great. But Plant- you know, if I was working, I was out, if I was working for uh, Don't Look Up, though, you know, I would say, you know, for example, like you know, don't mention Dune. I would say, you know, Dune. You know how many horses were killed during the filming of Dune. <laughs> Uh-huh. Now, again, again, no horses, but you know, you see what I yeah. do. I find that, yeah, you're uh, planting seeds horse. of doubt. And I actually was reading about that. Uh, there, there was like a lot of talk and a lot of articles about how many horses, like people were speculating that were killed during the filming of Don't Look Up. So, yeah. uh, it, it definitely worked. <laughs> the doubt, I mean, yeah. it's well, then I've, then I've done my job. <laughs> yeah, it's very believable because there are no horses at all in yeah. Don't Look Up. So, you're like, they must have killed them all. They killed all the horses. Is that what happened? But- that's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, so it's just, you know, it, it's different little tactics like that. And and am I proud of all of them? Well, if it gets a job done, yeah, I am proud of all of them. <laughs> because well, at the end of the day, it's ethical if it wins. Yeah. Well, it's it, art. There was an old saying that I heard once, and I don't know if it was Picasso or if it was like on a commentary track for The Simpsons or what it was, but it's any thing you can do to put art in the best position is worth it Mm, you know and so if we you know was it ethical for um you know robert rodriguez to film without a permit for el mariachi no but art Mm, was made was it ethical for the beatles to go up on the roof and play uh, on the roof of, of apple uh records without a or Abbey Road or wherever the hell they were without getting a permit first. No, I mean, maybe it wasn't ethical, but it worked, you know? Yeah. I mean, you get what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. you have to bend the rules for the sake of the final product, and I have no issue with that. Yeah, it seems like your concept of ethics revolves exclusively around permits. Is that, am I reading that correctly? <laughs> well, that's a big part. That's a big part. <laughs> if, if you're ever out in L.A., uh, uh, you know, you drive around and it's just all day, it's, you know, you can't park here because of filming. You can't do this, the heads up, you know. Permits are the name of the game. I mean, honestly, there should be, I've said for several years, there should be an Oscar for best permit. Um, Just like, what was the most impressive securing of a location via the the fulfillment of paperwork and different stuff like that? And they haven't, you know, that that's a campaign I haven't won, but that's what I'm pushing for. Definitely. I think location scouts and location managers, they deserve Oscars too. Yeah. Well, you know, without locations, what do you have? Yeah. Well, you have a Marvel movie that green screens everything, right? Yeah. right. But, but you know what I mean. What yeah, you have, you have some the most of the highest grossing movies, movies yeah. ever. That's all you yeah, have. Yeah, you have a box office hit. Great, great. Uh, but for me, but do you I'm have all art. about like you don't have art. You, yeah. you don't have art. You mm-hmm. have you have something, and I don't want to get into it. I mean, I, I you haven't drank enough champagne yet. It. <laughs> Not yet, but you know, we get down there, and maybe maybe the bubbles will take over. Okay. But uh, but but anyway, but you know, I'd love to I'd love to run a campaign for a Marvel movie. I'd love the chance to to get with that crew and just yeah. press the boards. Let's get that best actor nom 
for for Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Let's mm, 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 let's get that let's get that best picture for No Way Home. I mean, I'll I'll do it. Let's get in there. So my my phone is um my phone is open. Well, let's give you a chance to kind of showcase your skills. We we've actually had on a guest who uh, had a very prominent cameo in an Avengers movie. Yeah. Um, he he actually he said yeah. a slur and so it caused a big controversy, especially in Korea. Um, Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, he. You know. He's. We we wanted to send him on a father son coding camp trip to Seoul, South Korea, and he couldn't show up there. He couldn't show his face there. So, um, but that Got means it. we have we have connections. We have Marvel people who listen. I, I'm sure. Yes. Okay. So let's say, uh, you know, what is? Let's hear your pitch mm. for the upcoming Doctor Strange movie. I think it's like Doctor Strange's uh, Wonder Emporium. Uh, or something like Doctor that. Strange, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse uh, of Madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It. I believe that's what it is. And Let you pass the first here. test. You pass the first <laughs> test. <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah, these... I mean, the first... That's the biggest part of, of the publicizing of a thing is making sure people know the name of the thing. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> that's a big piece, uh, when I, I was think. When I was running a campaign for... Um, Bohemian Rhapsody and Rami Malin, people kept saying, Robbie Mal- Malvin? Mm. I said, no, you know, and I, it turns out later people were voting for Robbie Malman and, um, you know, didn't affect him. But anyway, yes, okay, so great. So Doctor Strange in the multiverse, I have I have the Wikipedia page pulled up here just so I can kind of refer to it a little cheat sheet great. since it hasn't been released yet. But yeah, okay, so so um, yeah, so first and foremost, okay, you're asking me how I'd run a campaign for, for that or what specifically? Well, yeah, what, I, what are you I, thinking? I guess it sounds like a pitch to the people at Marvel if they're looking for their publicist. Yeah. This is oh, your this is yeah. your pitch, your plea to, to yeah. have them work with you. So let's say I'm Kevin sure. Feig and Damon here is Kevin Feig's assistant. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, well, first and foremost, here's what I'd say. Um, you know, directed by Sam Raimi, okay, Sam Raimi is just, without a doubt, a great director to the original Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire. Did some great work um, in the 90s, uh, uh, A Simple Plan with Bill Paxton, which is a, a great underrated thriller from the 90s. He's a really great director. And so I would say to Marvel, so I'd say, you know, Kevin, well, okay, first, let me back it up. Let me back it up. All right, here I go. Gentlemen, thank you so much for meeting with me today. Oh, my goodness. The offices here at Marvel headquarters are beautiful. Wow, yeah, thank some you. Some people say yeah. they're marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> it's Very a pleasure good. to meet you. Well, thank you. Uh, now, Mr. Feig, I know mm-hmm. you. And what's your assistant's name? Um, Donnie. Donnie. Okay, well, hello. Well, thank you so much. Uh, first question. Um, do I um, do I tell you how much I love the work you've done now or at the end of the meeting? <laughs> <laughs> well, I doubt you know my work. I, I, I imagine you're referring to my boss here. Uh, well, I believe uh, if the Marvel Cinematic Universe has taught us anything, it's that everyone has a chance to be a hero. So <laughs> wow. that's why I'm a big MCU fan, uh, Mr. Wow. Feig. Um, and I understand that you have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness coming up. And I'm just curious, do you have anyone that's going to be kind of running your awards campaign for that? Um, well, we were looking uh, into um, Mr. Awards, you know, that outfit. Uh, out in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. 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 Here's uh, here's all I'll say. Uh, Pasadena is not Los Angeles. Uh, That's all I'll say. That's okay. all I'll say about that. That's a good point. Uh, I never considered that. Yeah, we if, had... if the film industry was centered in Pasadena, sure. But uh, I live at the corner of Hollywood and Highland. Wow. So you're accessible. That's good. I, I like that. I'm steps. I'm a stone's throw away 
from Grauman's Chinese Theater. I mean, I, wow. you know, I, so I'll be there for the premiere yeah. and all that. But yes, uh, anyway, Mr. Ward, you know, okay, great. Anyone else you're kind of thinking about doing your awards campaigning? Well, there was talk of, and I don't, I don't want this to be awkward, but there was talk of promoting within, and I was kind of hoping I would get it, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. I mean, Donnie, um, I totally think you should get into awards campaigning, but, uh, you know, start with something a little, maybe B or C level Marvel, like um, the new Ant-Man movie or the sequel to Eternals. Uh, you want to work your way up, right? I didn't right out of the gate start doing back in 2004. I wasn't right out of the gate doing uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I started off with smaller movies like Million Dollar Baby. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big art house guy, but I did like that. We well, you say you're not a big art house guy, yet the movies you make are as artistic as anything I've ever seen, Mr. P. Wow. I am you know? flattered. And I agree I mean, with I, you. Well, you know, it's when I think of the great movies of world cinema, I think eight and a half. Mm. You know, I think um, I, I think uh, Seven Samurai. Mm. I, I think uh, Fanny and Alexander. Mm. I think The Seventh Seal. Mm. I think Thor 2, wow. The Dark World, you know? Um but anyway, well, okay, well, gentlemen, I just wanted to say that, like, uh, I would love to run the awards campaign for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And here's why. My job would be easy, because the campaign would run itself. Mm. Wow. Because this is Benedict Cumberbatch's year to win. Mm. This is the film that I think, you know, let me tell you about another little movie called that began with Doctor Strange that was once nominated for Best Picture. Mm. Doctor Strange Love. Right, yes. Wow. I, was, was I was almost there. I was almost there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the 60s. And I think now it's time for Doctor Strange Love of a different kind. Doctor Strange Space Love. Love for Doctor Strange. Wow. And so that would be kind of the, the thing that I would really be pushing with people. Uh, and I'm looking here at the cast list that you have lined up. I see um, uh, Rachel McAdams is in it. She She's yep. been nominated before for Spotlight, so we could very easily get her into the conversation people love to um people love to, to nominate a previous nominee so we could definitely get rachel yeah. uh in there uh she with legia four is in it he is a previous nominee mm. um but i also think this is a chance maybe for elizabeth olsen's first nomination because scarlet witch is going to be in the movie i'm saying and people loved the wandavision thing mm -hmm. and um so anyway so yeah i mean uh, I also have some uh, fun ideas for, um, uh, I think maybe like a fun little like swag bag we could do is, uh, so Dr. Strange has a little goatee, I think, right? He has like a fun mm -hmm. little beard thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we send out little beards that people put, you know, put on, right? Um, and, you know, they kind of become Dr. Strange themselves. I ran a successful uh, mustache uh, campaign for, uh, for Bohemian Rhapsody. So I'm no stranger to facial hair swag. Um, <laughs> and then we do a, like a hashtag with it, like a hashtag challenge, like hashtag yeah, how oh. strange <laughs> or something. Oh, okay. Donnie, Donnie, <laughs> Donnie, <laughs> someone knows social media. A hashtag would be a huge part of this. Thank you. Um, I am hashtag. familiar with hashtags. Yeah. You know what, Donnie? Oh, could you okay. could you go get some coffee, please? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Sorry, I'm so sorry. He 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 stepped over the line there. That wasn't his it's place. Big, it's okay. It's okay. Look, as far as I'm concerned, you're Iron Man. Okay, Whoa. you are the Iron Man. Wow. Donnie there was like, um, um, uh, who's uh, who's the little Spider Man? <laughs> you know, just a little little scamp. You're you're Iron Man. You're Tony Stark. Yeah. You know, anyway, Mister Big. I think there's really a great 
Hey, Mr. You Fig, know, here's your coffee. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, this is I hot. Don't. This is so hot. This is hot. I like, I like cold. Not. Do you want it iced or no. cold? Cold. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll be right back. Sorry. I'm so sorry that my coffee was so hot. Uh, no, it's fine. One last thing that I really think: Are you planning on having any horses killed during the filming of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Uh, well, we're we're in post right now, but we were we were thinking about just killing some horses in, in the editing bay. Don't do that. Don't do oh, that. No, don't. Don't. Do that. Don't. don't do that. Why not? No, that is such. That's a Hollywood no-no. Don't do that because that's something we can use over other nominees, right? Oh. We, we could just say, you know, here's a little trade ad. Not, you know, for your consideration, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness in the following categories. Best wow. picture, best director, best actor, best actress, best supporting actor, best supporting actress, best editing, best cinematography, best original song, best original score, best original screenplay, uh, best costume design, best production design, best short documentary animated. Wow. And then at the bottom we put, by the way, no horses were filmed in the making of our movie. Wow. We underline R, right? <laughs> R, you know. Yeah. So people read it and they go, well, geez, were horses killed in the making of other films? And again, the word gets out there because you've thrown their first volley. Anyway, I need to go, uh, well, Mr. Fee. I'm, I'm busy. Um, I'm, I'm heading across town. I have a meeting, potentially run uh, an, uh, an Oscar campaign for the newest DC Comics movie. Is that something I should do, Mr. Fee? Or oh. should I not take that meeting with dc what do you think well we we i i want you to run publicity for dr strange i'll just say it oh oh, Um, oh my god but can i share can i share i I feel kind of like i need to confess this now after all the talking you just did about horses um on every single mcu movie up to this point we've had at least 100 horses killed on each one um, that's actually why we consider the HBO show Luck to be part of the MCU. Um, <laughs> uh, are you going to be able to work? Like, what if somebody like leaks that? Are you going to be able to handle that? Like, especially if we're running this campaign that says like that we didn't have any horses killed? Because quite frankly, we've already had a hundred horses killed on on Doctor Strange alone. Just one hundred? Yeah, just a hundred. I think we can get away with that. Okay. Okay. I think we're, if it was like one hundred and one. That's a little trickier. Yeah, that's getting but, into Dalmatian territory. Yeah, it's a whole new category. Yeah, we, right, we don't want that. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, well, Donnie, a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Feig. A real honor. And I can't wait to get to work. And then guess what I do to walk out? I walk out and I turn and I do the Doctor Strange wave. Does, does he have a wave? I don't know. But I do a little a wave in the air like Doctor mm, as, Strange as does. As he might, yeah. As he might, just to kind of go our man and away I go and I immediately go to work. I immediately wow. go to work sourcing the cheapest uh, paste on Dr. Strange beards that people can, can yeah. wear. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so that, that's kind of how it goes. Um, but this is actually an interesting year. I, um, you know, I worked on a, a lot of the movies that have been nominated this year for various categories. Mm. And uh, if you're, if you want to throw out a name of a movie, I can tell you, the swag that we sent out for it. I don't know if, if you have any interest in that. Um, yeah. Um, how about King Richard? King Rick, we sent out tennis rackets to wow, everyone. That's an easy Everyone one. got two tennis rackets and across it said, uh, King Richard, we're making a racket. <laughs> oh. So that's what we did for that. That's an obvious one, but it was effective. It was effective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You might have to lead this one, Keith. <laughs> um, I'm not really a movie guy. I, I haven't oh, said really? it to this point. I didn't want to offend you. And I'm not necessarily okay. I'm not necessarily saying I'm more into television. Just don't I just don't see movies too much. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <clears throat> uh, 
Uh, any other movies? Mm. Any other films? Okay, you seem you seem a little bothered by that. <laughs> you seem a little bothered by well, that. Well, but... you know, a life without film is like a life without uh, travel. Seeing a sunset or travel. Mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Now mm. you get it. Yeah. Movies. Movies are uh, vacations you can take without leaving uh, your laptop. So, and and while I agree, we're not huge fans of that. We're we're more fans of vacations where people physically leave and they have to yeah. come to us so that we we can plan that trip for them. But I but I support that Great. that there might be alternative methods, right? I mean, from time yeah. to time, we'll give yeah. out tips and tricks for people that can't afford or don't have the time or don't have the ability to go on a full yeah. vacation. That maybe yeah. they can maybe they can journey within their own home to an imaginary land, and that's what you're pitching essentially. It, it, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. okay, so yeah. like. Traveling into an imaginary land, being transported through time and space. How about licorice pizza? Licorice pizza. What I'm sending out to people, everyone got a waterbed. We sent out so many waterbeds. If you've seen the movie, yeah, they have a little waterbed company. Everyone got waterbeds. We sent out waterbeds. Um, and uh, we also have on the side of the waterbed um, a little notation thing. And uh, there's 10, uh, 10 notations and that's for each gallon of water in the bed, but also for each year in the age gap between the two uh, lead characters and that. So we sent that out just as kind of a little thing for people to think about, but yeah, so waterbeds we sent out. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. Wow. I was going to say, but we got a good deal. Yeah, yeah. We got a good deal on waterbeds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At some point swag becomes like you're forcing somebody to rearrange their home for different furniture oh. that you're, you're laying onto them. My, my apartment is entirely furnished with swag entirely wow. swag i'm looking around here okay uh, i have a couch over here uh crash on our couch um for the movie crash i mentioned earlier that i worked on yeah the bad um, one, over yeah. here uh, i got um uh, i have a nice little uh, uh vase and that was a vase uh for the movie green book um and it just said green book you know um on the vase um <laughs> back it, over it didn't say here. let's let's vase racism or something like that no okay. let's vase racism i don't i don't know what that means yeah what does that imply uh, to vase it yeah to face it like yeah. let's let's face oh oh yeah. oh base fate okay all right <laughs> i see i see uh let's see over here i have um oh this was uh, this is a failed campaign over here to get uh a little movie called uh the irishman by marty scorsese to win best mm. picture and um it's a, a an ottoman but uh, it's uh, it's green, so it's an Irishman. Oh, and it looks like the Ottoman's been de-aged. Is that am I? Is that right? It, it's it, yeah, exactly right. We we de-aged it quite a bit, but it's still obviously like a seventy-five-year-old <laughs> Ottoman. Uh, but and that's why it says on the side, "It is what it is," which is the line from that movie. If you remember, "It is what it is." Wow. From from Joe Joey Pesci. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's just everything that shape of water, shape of water. Uh, I'm looking over here and like... a giant. Oh wow! Yeah, there's Go a ahead. lot. What's that? I was just gonna say there's a lot of water pouring out from what appears to be your your bathroom. Is is your entire that's bathroom right. soaked in water? Like okay, in the Th that's film. right. That's right. It's it's a giant. Uh, so what I've done is it's just uh, the thing we sent out to everyone was we sent out uh, a plumber to ruin their pipes, <laughs> and uh, you know, and so we and our little and with a little note that said, "The shape of water, we're flooding you with." Uh, yeah, encouragement to vote for it and and i still have that my pipes are still going it's not good at all but um but yeah but but you get my point you get my point yes, you have to get yes, creative yes, with yes. stuff like that yeah but yeah. yes my stuff is all decorated so anyway but but yeah uh so i got lots of stuff yep. yeah I, I thought it was interesting that your swag for licorice pizza calls more attention to one of the more controversial aspects of the movie which oh, is the age dear. gap 
Yeah. Um, well, you can either pull away from that or lean into it. And yeah. we decided to lean into it in a big way. Mm. Yeah. Were you like, you know, sure, this is an adult woman uh, having some sort of romance with a teenager, but at, at least there weren't any horses killed in this movie? I mean, that was pretty much, that was a big part <laughs> of it. Yeah. Yeah. I just said, you know, people were like, licorice pizza controversy. And I said, was a horse killed? And they go, no. Then I said, what's the big deal? Um, but uh, and I but see- yeah, but that's just... I see behind you, it looks like sort of medieval Japanese art. And it says in the cat, like it's sort of like a caption. And first of all, like faux Japanese, like English characters, Mm -hmm. it says, sure. The two scenes with John Michael Higgins, where he uses a racist accent, didn't really pay off or seem necessary at all, but at least we didn't kill any horses. Yeah. Yeah. This is one, we ended up not sending this one out. (laughs) So uh, I just, uh, I just keep this here. (laughs) <laughs> keep this here for myself but um but, but yeah, something you're this, oh you're glad to display it on your something. wall yeah yeah it's a little it's a conversation piece sure. uh yeah. you know that we found out we thought that maybe sending this out wasn't really yeah. gonna you know that would we didn't want to lean into that too much <laughs> that one we we pulled really back on yeah. so but, on each of those yeah. you make the version where you're leaning into it and you make the version where you're averting and you kind of compare and you go ah, maybe we don't lean into this one that's right. You have to have two for yeah. everything. You have to have two. So like for another movie this year nominated The Power of the Dog, mm. um, you know, leaning into the controversy, you know, uh, about it, you know, being a Western that was filmed in New Zealand. We sent out um, um, a cowboy hat with um, with the New Zealand flag on it. <laughs> sure. That yeah. was leaning into it. The polling back was we uh, said New Zealand, Old West. Um, again, that one, that one quite didn't quite uh, make a lot of sense, so we yeah. kind of let that be. But but anyway, but yeah, but you know, so it's just been really stressful. I mean, it's just been it's especially this year, this award season as we're kind of easing back into the new normal. Um, it's been kind of it's been tough. Last year, the last couple of years, I was doing all of my awards pushes over Zoom, and it's not mm. the same. So it's been nice yeah. to kind of get back in rooms, shake some hands whisper in ears, rub elbows, and really start to get people excited for the incredible slate of nominees that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I'm surprised you're invited into that many rooms as you <laughs> disclose that you you are unvaccinated and un, uh, unable to attend the actual award shows. But but what rooms you are able still to get into, you enjoy rubbing elbows in those rooms. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, you, you know, I mean, you, you walk up, you see your vaccination card, you slip them a little $5 bill and all is forgiven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just kind of how it goes sometimes. But, but sometimes, that, but I will say a lot of times here in Hollywood, they're very on top of it. They're very on top of it. And Golden Globes, that was easy. Golden Globes, oh, yeah, come on in. We're having a party. They didn't care at all. I find with most of the Oscars stuff, they're pretty strict about it. Uh, you know, they've really done a good job keeping me out. But Golden Globes, um, People's Choice Awards, uh, the ESPYs, these are ones where they just, I mean, it's fine. They don't care. Um, but, yeah, but I, I've been booted out of a, a few ones this year. We had, a, we had one uh, uh, Parallel Mothers Fest. Uh, a fun little, uh, you know, celebration of Penelope Cruz being nominated, yeah. and uh, I was not allowed uh, in that uh, one. But mm-hmm. from the parking lot, it looked like a lot of fun, and I think we're gonna, uh, you know, and, and I think it paid off. It, it's too bad that Uncle Drew didn't come out this year because uh, you and Kyrie Irving could have worked very closely on the Oscar well, campaign for that. I would, uh, I would, I would go to the edge of the earth for that man, and I do mean <laughs> the edge because the earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, but you know, I'd love a chance to work with, with Kyrie. I don't know if, if they ever do a new Space Jam movie or something mm-hmm. like that. It'd be fun to maybe work with him on that. But, um, 
but you know, but I'm still waiting to see. I'm still waiting for the science to, you know, to, to make sure everything is okay. You know, that's yeah. the envelope I'm excited to to have opened and, and read. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, as, as once the, the scientific the, community comes to a consensus, <laughs> finally. Yeah, sure. Uh, I just hope it's not yeah. Warren Beatty reading, <laughs> reading that, right? Oh, Warren. Um, <laughs> quick story about Warren. Uh, he, a couple years ago, wanted to get uh, the Oscars to do a... 25th anniversary celebration of the movie Dick Tracy, <laughs> which came out in 1990, and he won the Oscars. Now the movie came out in 1990. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it won any. It's a great movie, seriously. Uh-huh. It's a lot of fun. But he wanted the Oscars to do in 2015, uh, 25 years of Dick Tracy, and he wanted a montage, and he wanted you know dancers dressed as uh, Big Boy Caprice, Al Pacino's character, and all that <laughs> from it. And I said to Warren, I said, you know, Warren, is this really something you? you want to do and he goes you know uh yeah i want to do it and you know and he goes uh uh you know i don't care what the rules are and i said well you know or he goes these are the rules and i said well warren rules don't apply <laughs> and he goes that gives me an idea and he ended up making a movie <laughs> called rules don't apply i don't know if you remember this uh-huh. where he plays howard hughes <laughs> um anyway i you know i if you look in the credits I get a, a special thanks, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, thanks for the idea, Andy's Pampers. <laughs> yeah, thanks I mean, for the premise of this film. <laughs> that's one of the top. Thanks, thanks for the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that's one of the top ten portrayals of Howard Hughes in film. Uh, is At least in the last twenty years. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, there's been quite a few, but I really enjoy the movie. And, I, and I, if I'm being serious here, if I can take off the thing, I I think with a slightly different reception of that movie i i truly think warren Beatty could have been the conversation for best supporting actor a lot of that movie doesn't mm-hmm. work but he does a really good howard hughes and, and there's a lot of great parts um and it would have been a legacy thing he's yeah. you know he never won he's never won for acting he's won mm-hmm. for directing and other stuff but anyway that's i'm gonna take it off my my warren Beatty kick here yeah. um so, so I, yes god yeah yeah sorry i just wanted to kind of circle back because I'm, I'm sitting here in my head and i'm thinking i know a lot about you i know a lot about your job which is which is ideal this is great yeah i, I guess i just maybe want to circle back to kind of the vacation piece uh it sounds like we know the industry that you're wanting to run away from what might you actually be looking for in a vacation specifically as it pertains to the award season's over, the stress is over, you have, it sounds like, a very long off-season or the dead season, I believe, as you referred to it. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, yeah. So I guess just to help us paint a picture as to what sort of trips we might uh, pitch to you, is there anything in particular you're looking for or asking for right now from us? Well, you know, um, Hollywood, uh, especially this time, you know, it's uh, a lot of people, it's a lot of, you know, talking. I want to go somewhere where there's not people. I mean, there could be people, but I mm. want a little space. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, also, you know, I live in LA, desert climate. I'd love to, I don't want to, I don't want to see sand. I don't want to see water. Mm. I don't want to see palm trees. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Um, and I'd also like somewhere that doesn't have a single movie theater. Oh. Okay. I just don't even want to walk by it. I don't want to be out for a stroll and all of a sudden I'm seeing a poster for uh, the Jungle Cruise 2. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Back to work. Because then, yeah. because my mind immediately starts thinking, okay, what's the pivot here? Okay, uh, Jungle Cruise. You know, and I start playing the game and I go, mm, stop it, Andy. You're not on the clock. So, you know, I don't even want to be somewhere where I'm reminded of 
the movies and the campaigns because I have a hard time turning it off. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so if any setting reminds you of any movie, will that right. be a problem for you? No, 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 no. I'm able to kind of, um, I'm able to detach stuff. Okay. You know, I'm able to distance myself. Now, you know, <laughs> don't send me to the, to the land of Oz. And I don't mean Australia. <laughs> right. I mean the wonderful yeah. Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. You know, don't send me there. That might be hard. If I'm yeah. in Emerald City, I'm going to be looking around like, okay, this kind of reminds me of a certain film from 1939. Yeah. Um, but no, but like, you know, if you send me to, you know, whatever, I'm not going to go, oh boy, this looks a lot like, look who's talking. Yeah, if we send you to Las Vegas or something, you won't just be taken back to Sin City. No, no, I'm not gonna be thinking of Sin City or, or leaving Casino Las Vegas or any of that. So yeah, mm. right. Yes, yeah. so or rush hour too. I mean, that won't be an issue. No. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Uh, fantastic. I don't know. Do you have any, Do you have any final questions before maybe uh, pitching uh, um, some ideas? I, I, I'm I, I'm open for stuff that's unorthodox. I'm open for some, um, you know, whatever. And uh, I'm also. Um, I'm not afraid of different kinds of travel. So, you know, don't, don't be afraid. You know, I have no issue, no phobias when it comes to different kind of uh, modes of transportation. So I'm down for whatever, if it moves, if it grooves, then it's good for Andy pajamas. <laughs> now, can I ask really quickly, is that like a high school nickname, the Andy pajamas? I know, you know, it's funny. I keep saying that. So here's why. So, so it sounds like a, maybe another Warren Beatty story. <laughs> oh no, no, this, um, Mm, excuse me. Um, getting a little emotional here. Oh God. Um, oh wow. So pajamas <laughs> is my birth name. Wow. Pajamas. And, um, and I changed it. I changed it when I got to Hollywood because I thought I learned a lesson very quickly in Hollywood in Tinseltown. <laughs> you're always selling yourself. You're always pitching yourself. And I'd get into a room and I'd go, hi, I'm Andy Pajamas. I'd love to work in your PR department. And they would laugh at me. Pajamas? Hmm. Sorry, we already have a Chris Knighty. You know, (laughs) Um, sorry. You know, I remember once I, I, one of my first things, 2004, I went in and I really wanted to work on the campaign uh, for, for, uh, for Jamie Foxx for the movie Ray for Mm -hmm. his, his, uh, performances ray charles and i went in and i said hi i'm andy pajamas and i'd love to to work on the movie uh ray and they went andy pajamas huh Mm, no (laughs) and i was like why and they said pajamas they said that's why i said that's weird so you know they just said you can't you know we can't take you seriously pajamas you know i mean you sound like a goof you know Mm -hmm. um and I went, okay. So there I am walking down Hollywood Boulevard and all of a sudden um, I, I turn and I'll never forget this. I'll never, ever forget this. And I turn and I just go pajamas, you know, like that's what I'm thinking, pajamas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was born with pajamas and now everyone's just taking a dump on me. And also I go, God, I feel like a pair of diapers. <laughs> like a little pair of diapers, you know? Pajamas just feels like diapers right now. You know, <laughs> everyone's just taking a little poo-poo in me. And then I go, I could back away or I could lean into it. Oh. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier. And I go, okay, what's the only thing sillier than pajamas? <laughs> Pampers. Wow. And so I walked right across the street 
to uh, the Million Dollar Baby uh, headquarters <laughs> movies, and I knock on the door, and I said, I'm interested in working in your movie. And they go, uh, what's your name? And I said, Andy Pampers is my name. And they all laugh. They go, get out of your Pampers. You know, oh, we already got a David Depends and, you know, and a Henry Huggies and all this stuff. And I said, yeah, well, here's the thing about these Pampers. No matter how much you put in them, I'll never leak. Wow. Which was my way of saying that I would be loyal. I'd be true to them. And I'll never forget Clint Eastwood was there and he got up and he walked over and he said, uh, what's your name? And I said, sir, it's Andy Pampers. And I, and so that's my name ever since. So sometimes wow. I slip. I mean, when I go home, when I go home to, to, uh, to Illinois, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's Andy pajamas and yeah. I'm there with the family and all that. But what out here in LA, it's Andy Pampers. So I'm sorry. I keep saying Andy pajamas. It just slips out, no, no. but Andy Pampers, 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 Pampers. <laughs> wow. No, that was a uh, very, very interesting backstory. So I think, uh, um... well, and I've never told, I told that story to, to, one other person in my life. Wow, who was and that? And his name is Warren ba- Warren Beatty. <laughs> and um, so, in the uh, end, you were right. Keith, yeah, I was. This, right was, end, this yeah. sounds like a Warren Beatty it story. Was, it was, yeah, yeah. But I, I wanted to just tell the story for it. Uh, sure. But anyway, um, but yeah. So okay. uh, that's what that's what I'd like to do. Great. Well, I have a pitch. Go for it. We're we're each going to pitch you a vacation package, and just so you know, we've tried every single vacation package we ever pitch, mm-hmm. just so that we know from personal experience that it's a good vacation. Yeah. Uh, okay oh great okay good i like that great yeah so i'm I'm glad that you said that the land of oz is in australia is still in play because there is a lovely little village in the outback called horse village and this is a village that is run entirely by horses the mayor is a horse the banker is a horse the baker is a horse you know the the horses are people uh, they they dress like people. They talk like people. Oh, I meant I meant like they're, they're anthropomorphic. It's basically so. Are you familiar with the show? And I know you're not a big TV guy. BoJack Horseman. I yeah yeah I'm yeah yeah I've had friends that worked on the campaigns for that yeah yeah. So that concept came out of the you know the creator went on a vacation to Australia, came across this horse town, saw that oh. also the sad former child actor of the village was also a horse. And thought, hey, maybe I could make a, a cartoon about this. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I, you know, so there's also you can the, the horses, even though they kind of think that they're people, they, they still will let you ride on them. They'll let you, you know, do equestrian events on them, things like that. And you know, I just, I just figured like, you don't want to be reminded of movies, so why not go to where all the horses that are not being killed mm. in movies live? Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm very intrigued. I'm very interested about that. Do I, do I bring hay to feed them or how does that work? They do like you to bring, that is their currency. Um, hay, okay. oats, sugar cubes, carrots. That's kind of what they barter with. Okay. Um, so if you can have, you know, in your wallet, some mm-hmm. pieces of mm-hmm. hay, some, some little sugar, sugar cubes and oats and things that, that would definitely help. I have tons of hay. I, we sent out hay uh, for the Warhorse campaign uh, about ten years ago, so mm. I have a whole storage unit full of hay. So this <laughs> this is kind of because the, the thing was I sent it out and 
you know, I said, don't, don't bail on us yet. <laughs> Say, Hey, to Warhorse. <laughs> that's a good one. That's, yeah. That's one good. of your better ones. Yeah. yeah. That's Thank actually you. my Thank favorite you. so you know, far. Not, it wasn't that much better because it, you know, it didn't win, yeah. but, uh, but yes, but I would love to. Okay. So that's good. But that's okay, just so. the Academy, right? They're just like so old and white. They don't really understand what the, the new youthful, you know, diverse ideas are like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I just, I couldn't convey to these old duddies at the Academy to vote for a World War One movie about a boy's friendship with his horse. And I said, this is what the kids are into. The kids are into the Great War. And, you know, they went, and I said, all right, you know, and they just, the old guys couldn't go for it. Who cares about it? I said, you've got everyone is talking about the First World War. But anyway, so that's okay. Okay, great. Okay, I like that. That's fun. Great. Okay. And, uh, uh, and there aren't movie theaters there or anything? No, no, because I think um, the sad child actor that lives in the village, who Bojack Horseman is named after, he burned down the only movie theater in the village, just sort of like in a depressive, manic depressive episode. Um, like not a, a TV episode, like an epi- like a mental breakdown. Yeah. Uh, so and- what do they do for fun there then? Like what's what's like a night out for them if there's no movie theater? Um, well, they mostly just like put peanut butter on each other's gums to make it look like they're talking. And Oh, fun. <laughs> We've had to do that with a few actors. I, I won't say oh. who in the past. I will, that's a little secret, but, uh, uh, <clears throat> Al Pacino. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Okay, great. That's good to know. That's yeah. good to know. Great. I'm, I'm very intrigued by, it. and it's called horse village. Horse What's village. Horse, yeah, village. Just, horse just on village. The nose. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, great. I love it. So if you don't, uh, well, you know, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, if you don't mind, I can I can kind of pitch mine, and then you can kind of ask any questions that might differentiate between the two for you. Yeah, um, I would love to hear yours. Excellent. So uh, you seem like in the beginning you leaned into the fact that you're a little bit of a movie guy. Uh, I did catch that throughout our conversation mm-hmm. here today, and you know what else I caught? You don't seem to be too much of a television or TV kind of guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know that you don't want to be reminded of movies, so I thought, hmm, where could I send him that might remind him of the opposite of a movie, a television show? And so I'm thinking <laughs> we send you to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, now, oh. I'm not sure how familiar you are with the TV landscape, but there is a little show called Atlanta right now. And so I figured... I've heard about this. Yes, Donald Glover. Donald right? Glover, indeed. And Donald right? Glover you actually... probably know as Lando. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yes, Lando Calrissian from yeah. Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, yes. Lando. I, so Lando stars in this show called um, Atlanta, and he plays Donald. Yeah, Glover. yeah. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware of it. Yeah. Okay, sure. So I figured if you go there, that'll only remind you of the television series, and so you'll be th- you won't be thinking about movies at all. And I know I know what your concern is right away, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop it right here. There's got to be movie theaters in Atlanta, right? Wrong. Um, there was actually a, a, a you know. A pandemic recently i think we're all aware of that and you know movie theaters struggle the most and uh, atlanta actually passed uh, a city ordinance that while they were all empty that they all be transitioned uh into uh, waffle houses wow yeah so there's no more movie theaters in atlanta they're all waffle houses now if you go to the waffle houses you might see remnants of what looks like the outline of something that should be a movie poster so hopefully that doesn't remind you too much of of yeah i would just ask him to scatter smother and cover that poster which is a waffle house thing i believe absolutely uh 
Now, I know maybe okay. one, of, well, one of your other concerns might be in addition to movie theaters, which is a lot of movies shoot in Atlanta and the greater Atlanta That was area. my next thought. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta well, is kind of a huge... Well, 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 well hang on, hang on. Center I, of movies I, and TV filming. Now, hang on, hang on. Now I, think, now, I think at the beginning we mentioned a little town called Pasadena. And I believe, mm. uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but you said Pasadena is not L.A. That's true. I did say that. Yeah. Implying that nothing yeah. could really be L.A. Implying that God, Atlanta. Oh, thank God. <laughs> does not yeah. equate to L.A. Implying whatever movies they film there. I mean, fooey. Who cares? Yeah. It's not L.A. That, I mean, who even knows what kind of permits they put around there? That's that's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> Boy. Now, now, I'm not saying they do, but I mean, does Atlanta have safe permits that allow for horses to not get killed on sets i don't know i'm just asking the questions right wow and you're and they probably do but you're putting it in my mind right now thinking maybe they don't something oh, i learned wow today. something i learned okay interesting you know as i'm thinking this i'm also realizing that you know even though i walked into your travel agency later and uh talked about the birds outside I also, at some point, talked about the things in my house, and I just want to, um, <laughs> as if it was around me, and I just want to clarify, as you guys know, um, I, uh, I live across the street, and at one point, mm -hmm. I, during this conversation, I bolted from <laughs> the travel agency over to my home. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to, and that was something I was thinking about. Yeah, you about were FaceTiming with us during that part. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we we anyway, appreciate okay. you updating. Yeah, the viewer. Yeah, yeah sure, or the sure. Listener. It's something that yeah. I, you know, was thinking about. Um, <laughs> I guess my other question I would ask about Atlanta, Georgia, is mm -hmm. uh, it's home of the Coca Cola headquarters, right? Correct. World of Coca Cola and the museum. Yeah, and museum. Uh, I'm a Pepsi guy. Is that going to be an issue? Well, you know, recently Pepsi's tried to make their way in there. They have a lot of billboards. They're pretty aggressive about it. And so Pe Pepsi's not necessarily outlawed there. There's a little bit of a turf war going on right now between now, okay. now Coca-Cola does have the stronghold. I mean, they literally have the HQ. They kind of have the castle there that they're defending uh, from Pepsi. But you you can find certain bars that will serve Pepsi. You just have to go a little underground for it right now. Yeah, there are the Pepsi is basically using IRA tactics to uh, undermine Coca-Cola's uh, stronghold on the city. And so you will have to like know the secret knock to get into the Pepsi, yeah. you know, the Pepsi pubs, basically. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, boy, okay. Hmm. But we know the knock and we can teach it to you, right? We've done this trip. Yeah. We can validate that it's fun. We can validate that you can find Pepsi there. Yeah, we want to reassure you, we have been to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. It sounds like it. Um, boy, well, this is... This is tough because on one hand, um, it's going to a horse village where there's a former child actor who lives there, which would probably remind me of actors, mm. or it's going to Atlanta where uh, literally hundreds of things are filmed every <laughs> year. You know what? Good day, mates. I think I'm going to go to Australia. Wow. I think I'm going to go to Horse Village. And I'll tell you why. Mm. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Um, I, uh, I've been to Atlanta. I've been to Atlanta. Uh, I went there um, to, um, to, to do some uh, preliminary interviews for the campaign we tried to do to get uh, Avengers Infinity War nominated for a, a Nobel Peace Prize. Um, <laughs> and... So I've been to Atlanta. I love uh -huh. Atlanta. I love Atlanta. And even though you, Atlanta now might be a little different than it was a couple of years ago, I feel like I know that place. I feel like I know yeah. it. Yeah. Um, 
and Australia is just fun. Mm-hmm. Australia sounds fun to me. Uh, Horse Village, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm gonna go with Horse Village. It was tough. It, well, hold on, hold on. Let me do this right. And the um, and the uh, the envelope, please. <clears throat> And the winner of the vacation that uh, Andy Pampers is going to go on is these things are so darn hard to open. (laughs) Horse Village, Australia. They're putting the the camera on me, and I'm I'm being a good sore winner or sore loser. Yes, a good sore loser. A good kind of a good sore loser, and we pay attention to that because then that means next when it's your turn. Yeah. Very happy for you, but uh, yeah, I, let's do it. Thank God you didn't uh, pull a Warren Beatty there and accidentally say Atlanta. Huh? That would have caused oh, a whole can you ruckus. Imagine? Oh my boy, that would have been something. But uh, but yeah, I think Horse Village sounds great. And uh, you know, look, um, and ho- here's a little fun little thing. Uh, I mean, I'm already used to dealing with jackasses every day, so <laughs> dealing with horses should be fun. That's a little joke about the entertainment yeah, industry. Yeah, um, lots of jackasses in that business. Just lots of jackasses. And not way, just Johnny Knoxville, right? Not hey. just Johnny Knoxville. We tried to get Steve-O nominated for Best Supporting Actor <laughs> uh, this year for the new Jackass movie, and um, uh, and everyone said it was a publicity stunt, and I said, uh, um, look, he does a lot of stunts. <laughs> but this is legit. And that was a fun one that we tried to do. We, we sent out, um, uh, uh, well, I haven't actually seen the movie yet, so I don't quite know what stunts they did in it, but uh, we were going to send out like a Band-Aid um, that said, uh, ouchie, <laughs> jackass, <laughs> FYC. Yeah. Well, I, consideration. I would agree. I mean, what's more supportive than going through the types of stunts that they go through and saying yeah. yes to those? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's a whole other conversation, but uh, that's great. Well, so how soon do I go? I mean, how does this work? Do I, we hope you you packed your bags because we're sending you right, right from now. Right now. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. Yeah. We have, I I, I have my suitcase here from the the terminal campaign that we did way back (laughs) in the day. Uh, So I have my my little uh, suitcase packed and ready to go. Oh yeah. And you're showing us your passport. It it does look like the picture is Tom uh, Hanks's character from the terminal. Yes. Well, it, this is a fake passport. I've had a fake vaccine passport I've had made. Uh, uh, and I've used uh, Tom Hanks's character from the terminal, Victor Zhilonovich. Yep. Uh, and uh, and so that's that's how I'm going to be able to get into the Australia, hopefully. Good, good. Yeah, because they're pretty strict there. They're, that's one thing we didn't really talk about, but they are pretty strict. But as long as you have yeah. uh, a pretty passable vaccine passport. And we haven't talked about this in a while, but we will make passports for our clients if yeah. they don't currently have one. Yeah. Um, you just typically have to legally acquire one and then give it to us, and then we will then make, we'll make you a copy. A copy. Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's not go through um, that process. But yeah, okay. yeah. I'm, uh, this is great. I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm flying around the world to yeah. Horse Village. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank yeah. you so much. We are so excited. And we just have one final question, and it's a really important question because yeah, we kind of stated this at the beginning, but more than us just sending you on the trip of your dreams, we want to become friends uh, with you by the end of this. And so here we are at the end, and I guess we're asking, are, are we, we friends? friends? The envelope, please. <laughs> Who's going to win this year? I don't know. Oh my God, and so the winner excited. is of my new friends. These things are so darn hard to open. <laughs> they always oh, say sh- that. 
It's a tie. It's both of you. Yay. Oh, and they wrote on the card both of you, Keith and Damon. That's fantastic. Oh, oh well, thank you so much. And uh, I, I don't think we've ever had to say this, but we reciprocate it back to you. Yeah. Uh, you awesome are our friends. friend as well. And we well, can't. I, I will accept it. Uh, you like me. You really like me. <laughs> well, as an, accept- Field, 1984. Yeah. <laughs> as an yeah. acceptance speech on our end, I would just like to say thank you so much again for coming on. Uh, yeah. You were a fantastic guest, and we couldn't be more excited for you to go yeah. to Horse Village. Uh, two words. We're friends. Well, Frances McDormand, when she, she said the two words. Oh, so. yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. That was a powerful speech. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm. Uh, uh, we're friends, and I'll have a great time, and you can bet that I'll be sending you some swag from Horse Village. Oh, You're going to get a little horse bag. Uh, a horse bag. A horse bag. You're going to get a little horse bag of yeah. swag. Horse swag from bag. Horse Village. That's uh, right. Uh, so look, look for that. Uh, in the mail, gentlemen. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Andy Pampers, Nay Pajamas. Uh, we're so nay. Now, <laughs> now Nay Pajamas. You know, that's fun. <laughs> that is fun, and uh, we've had fun, and well, we can't wait to get you on your way. And uh, in the meantime, we'll be back with more Destination Passport after this. Welcome back to Destination Passport. Passport. Andy Pampers, just full of stories. He really was. He's full of industry knowledge, full of stories, and full of friendship. Yeah, and as, as two huge movie buffs, which both of us are. Both of us are. Both of us had so many references, specific movies, specific <laughs> actor and actresses' names, specific puns. Yeah, to we're list. on equal footing as far as movie knowledge goes. Yeah, and that's what was so great about that. <laughs> and I think our listeners will really be able to catch on to that and think, wow, both of these guys are really big movie buffs. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, and I just could have talked, uh, we both of us could have talked yeah. to Andy Pampers all day about movies because we're both so knowledgeable, uh, again, equally so. Um, but you know what? He needed a break from the movies, and that's what we're going to give him, and he actually already took off. Yeah, he already took off. I mean, he really had his suitcase from yeah, his, the uh, terminal, the terminal <laughs> swag. swag suitcase. Uh, and, uh, you know uh, what? What I'm starting to, sus- to suspect yes. is that, I don't know how, like, he must. his job must pay very well. We didn't ask him. He He, he gave us money, although... Maybe that was swag for um, the Leonardo. Wait, wait, this is my chance. Uh oh, Leonardo DiCaprio, where he's like um, uh, a guy who like cons people and he becomes a pilot. Oh, uh, catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. <laughs> yeah, it might have been uh, counterfeit money from the catch me if you can. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I don't know if they Awards had counterfeit campaign. money in there, but uh, I think that was a big part of it. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you Damon know what? comes through in the end with a well, with his equal movie knowledge. Yeah, yep. you know. Actually, oh shit! I'm looking at the check that he gave us. What? What's wrong? And it says it's not Andy Pampers. It says Frank Abagnale, which is Leonardo DiCaprio's character in Catch Me If You Can. Wait a minute! <sighs> that son of a bitch. Either he was so uh, into that campaign that they they were so spot on with the check that he didn't even notice, or he's trying to catch me if you can us. He might not even be a, a Hollywood. PR guy. He Wait. might not even be a Hollywood publicist. Holy shit. And you know what? He said he lives on Hollywood and Highland, but he also lives across, across the, the street, street from, from us. us. Wait a minute. God damn it. We got Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> have you been Catch Me If You Can? Well, we have too. We understand. Damn. Yeah. That. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. But you know what? I bet well, this I bet this check is worth mm-hmm. something, you know, because it's yeah. so well done. Yeah, it's either really valuable movie swag that he somehow acquired, yep, 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 probably yep. in order to con people into thinking he's a Hollywood publicist, which opens so many doors, or 
it's just, we could just still cash this and it would be fine. Yeah, but I, you know, I'm leaning towards uh, the first one. You know why? I, I mean. We went through the role plays. He's a sweet talker. He's he a is. salesman, if I ever totally, heard one. Absolutely. I mean, he planted seeds of doubt in ourselves that he was anything but legit. I'm still, like, I'm having to remind myself every couple minutes that no horses were actually killed on the set of Dumb I know. I keep, I keep feeling bad. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe that that movie is so popular with how many <laughs> horses they killed. And then I go, wait a minute. No, they didn't kill any horses. Yeah, and you know what? He also said that he worked on the War Horse campaign, which is the one movie that we talked about the whole time where a horse could have died. Wow. Uh, we just had a con man on. We just got con by a con by a con man. You know, it takes one to know him. That's why did, we didn't know him because we're not we're con not, men. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Anybody real recognize real, and we weren't yeah, real enough for that we weren't world. Real so. enough, we're fake enough, or one way or the other. Well, that's disappointing. But uh, you know what? I still have a feeling that he's going to send us a postcard, and yeah. I think from there we can put together some breadcrumbs and make a little cake out of this. Yeah, and, and I, that cake is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make a cake out of breadcrumbs. <laughs> one of the key that, ingredients right? in cake. Well, I've had your cakes, and they don't taste. They're they're pretty dry. My breadcrumbs. They're pretty dry. Your breadcrumbs. Crumb cakes are pretty dry. The ones where I just gather a bunch of different breadcrumbs and put them into a shape of a cake and then put icing in and yeah. around it to hold it together. Those cakes? Yeah, those cakes. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm shocked to hear it. First time anybody's <laughs> told me that. I'm sorry. I, I just felt like after being conned, I had to be, I had to even that out with some honesty. With some honesty. Yeah. No, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, well I think it's time for uh, launch into segments. our world famous yeah. last segments before we wrap up the episode. Um, and I think the first one goes a little something like this. What to 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 watch 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 out for what to watch out for what to watch out for you wanna know what to watch out for we got what to watch out for Wow. Thank you so much to Miles Teller. Wow. We make these topical these episodes with with who sends in we know who sends in these yeah. little jingles for us and if you couldn't tell that's what we were saying is Miles Teller made that jingle and sent it in for yeah. us you know how uh, oftentimes podcasts and other shows will have their fans send in little like jingles yeah. or opening our fans just happen to be famous actors yes musicians producers writers. yeah exactly <laughs> so uh, I'm a little I mean thank you Miles for sharing one of your many talents with us, sending yeah. this in. But I did notice in the email he, he put, P.S., I heard your ex-wife slash your sister. And I think he means my ex-wife. Your ex-wife and, and my yeah. sister, because the other way wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard that she's into me. Uh, so if you want to give me her number, uh, I'd be down. Wow. I don't really want to give her Miles Teller's number, because that's who she wants me to get extreme plastic surgery to look like. <laughs> That's so true. I hadn't put that piece together uh, yet. I forgot how we referenced him earlier. But you know what? I'm also a people pleaser, so I feel like I probably will end up giving him my ex-wife's number as I'm trying to get her back. Yeah. But I'm going to just... Know what? You know what we need to tell Jennifer mm. is it didn't work out with Nicholas Sparks and not the other famous Nicholas Sparks. The, the new, more, the new famous more famous Nicholas Sparks. The Broadway playwright. Um, like, Miles Teller is not going to be any better. No, no. I no. mean, he seems so like a cool, it. normal guy with... Mm-hmm. Well but they all seem opinions. like that. Yeah, they exactly. all seem like that from yeah. the outside. Well, but these are actors. You never know what's an act, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as we I, learned I today. Learned, yeah. Well, anyway, what to watch out for um, for this week? Spring has sprung. Aww. And it's you know you, some of you out there might be doing spring cleaning. If you're one of our many listeners who are in a, a an empty room with blank walls, maybe you don't have to do that much. Well, I would imagine that dust still accumulates there in the corners. Dust. There is still dust. Um, but if you're doing spring cleaning, trying to clear out the clutter, you know, mm-hmm. trying to Marie Kondo your life, 
um, what to watch out for. You can get a lot of good deals on travel uh, by exchanging items. So if you have some, mm-hmm. some just like some old DVDs that are just taking up space or uh, an old Ottoman that's maybe been de-aged for the Irishman, something mm-hmm. like that, um, you know, there are uh, for the spring cleaning specials, you know, it's it's mostly like Frontier and Spirit, those airlines. Sure. But they will sure. accept junk. They will <laughs> what, what we're saying is they will, will they will accept accept junk in exchange for the ticket. Yeah. Because if you know anything about those airlines, they'll nickel and dime you from there. They will. And they just want to get you in the door. Yeah, they just want to get you in the door. In the bay so, door. You know, you will still so bring a lot of junk so that you can also bring on like the bags that you need exactly. to take with you for so the that travel. you can actually pay for uh, to use the toilet while you're yeah, on the airplane. Yeah, because there is Spirit did recently install yep. uh, <laughs> in order to open a the bathroom, fee. you have to insert uh, uh, traditionally like a coin, a coin, but or they cash. do accept junk. So they, they actually made a new sort of vending machine style uh, acceptance. Yeah. Uh, normally, you know, there's just a little thing you can put coin in. They just made a big box. They have a big box. They also have like a slot that you can put old CDs and DVDs yes. in, old yep, PlayStation yep, yep. 2 games. They've done every sort of form of sticking something <laughs> into it uh, just to accept any sort of form of junk. And they did have to sacrifice some of the space in the bath, like in the bathroom. That's true. It does go into the bathroom. So, so if you do make your way in, you will have to work your way around. So a go the early in the flight. Yes. Because that's when there's less junk in there. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, like and a lot of people don't know. We know because we're in the business, but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know. Spirit is mostly a consignment shop. They also happen to have airplanes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not an airline industry. They're a consignment shop that, yeah. that has airplanes. Yeah. Per- Yes. <laughs> and those airplanes also were junk that people dropped yes. off. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why don't we utilize yeah. these? So. But that's well, a really cheap way that you can go travel. Yeah. Uh, even cheaper than usual in Spirit. So. Yeah, if you're cleaning stuff out anyways, go fly Spirit or on. Yeah, so that's what to watch out for. That was not a tip. That You, you have to watch definitely out for Definitely not those a tip. Deals. You have to watch out for the deals. And it's definitely not a sponsored segment by Spirit Airlines no. either. Yeah, they are not paying us in old uh, Blu-rays. Um, which isn't that crazy that Blu-rays can be old now? I know. God, how old are we? Am I so, right? Right. <laughs> Want to feel old? Blu-rays are old. Hey, well, that does it right there. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thanks so much, Keith. If you don't mind, I'm going to launch into a little segment called Tip of the Week. Wow, thank you so much to um, Blue Ivy for that. Uh, Blue Ivy Carter. Blue wow. Ivy Carter, who is an artist. Yeah, is an artist. Definitely an artist. How old's Blue Ivy now? I guess not quite old enough to make music on their own. <laughs> Without the help of their parents by doing it all and then getting them listed as like an artist on the, yeah. the track. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think she she can say tip, but she can't say of the week yet because that was never <laughs> that was never said in that jingle. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's good true. Effort, Blue Ivy. You know, yeah. Th- thank you anyway jingles. for sending thank it, and, so and thank you for being one of our many famous celebrity friends, or I mean, uh, fans. <laughs> Fans, fans slash friends. Yeah, you gotta it, it come just, on the show. And, it just and, goes together yeah, in order to be a fan. So anyway, the tip of the week is mine. Spring cleaning related as well. Wow, something must be in the air. Pollen, it sounds like. Um, but while you're doing your spring cleaning, don't just clean out your home. Clean out your entire life. If you want to leave your family, now's the time. <laughs> spring cleaning is the time yeah. to clean your entire life, not just of actual things, but of people. And what better way? 
to kind of cut off every single tie that's in your life right now than travel. Yeah. I mean, that's just a suggestion as a travel agent, but I would just suggest that you kind of clean every part of your life, especially the relationships. Yes, spring has sprung, and it's also an opportunity for you to be sprung out of the prison that is your family life. Wow. Yep, and thanks for writing that copyright ahead of time, actually. I do appreciate that. Uh, but that's the tip of the week. I mean, I, it, it, it can be helpful, right? It can be hard, but sometimes the it toughest things tough. in life are the best things in life. Yeah, sometimes they're the most rewarding. And you might be like, you might be saying, well, I love my family. I don't want to leave them. Yeah. That just makes it even harder, which makes it even more rewarding. And again, we'll go back to Marie Kondo. Have you not seen that? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be that you don't find value in these items yeah. to get rid of them. It doesn't mean you don't find value in your, yeah. your wife and your kids. It's and just simply your when you mother. hold them, they don't spark joy. Exactly. <laughs> And some of them you can't physically hold. So, again, it doesn't pass the test yeah. because you have to be holding them first, and then you have to see if they spark joy. So if it doesn't do either of those things, you have to get rid of it. You have to get rid of it. And we're, you know, we're here to help get any, mostly men, but also women, who away from their families that they want to get away from. Or and you if they say that just because the men would be more likely to be able to hold the... I think just men are more traditionally the ones who leave a family like just Oh gotcha, okay. You know, go go around the corner for some smokes and never come back. Right, you know? that type of thing. Look, look, we just announced last week one of our big nonprofit ventures, Vend Hers, <laughs> which is helping women who want to become vending machine repair, repair women. women. Yep. Um, and again, not doing anything else with vending machines because we don't think we can they can do any of that. But <laughs> repairing, yes, we think they can do. Absolutely. And we also think women, listen. You can leave your families too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a big part of um, vend her uh, as an as an offshoot. Is while yeah. while we're kind of promoting that you could be you have this job, you can have the ability to leave your family if yeah. you want. I mean, you're going to be doing so much with repairing vending machines that you don't have time for and your family anymore. I don't know if you know this, but vending machines are all over, so, so like you'll be traveling a lot for your job. Yeah. So, yeah, we really want to encourage, uh, you know, the, the tip. Thank you again, Damon, for the tip of the week. Thank you for is, thanking me. This is a good time to leave your family. But furthermore, <laughs> women. Women, especially. Especially. Deserve to leave their families right now. Yeah, so that's why we're, <laughs> that's why we're announcing yet another nonprofit venture, mm-hmm. which is called Family Desert Hers. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to desert your family, women... This is the time to do it. We can help. And you might be asking, what does the nonprofit do in regards to that? It's mostly a PSA, as yeah. we're kind of doing here. We've we've bought uh, a lot of billboards. A lot of billboards. So you might see, you, you know those billboards are like, you know, courage, from pass it on. From the ad council. Yeah, from the ad council. Courage, pass it on. Mm-hmm. You know, responsibility, pass it on. We're also putting up billboards that say, women leaving their families, pass, pass it on. Pass it on. <laughs> yep. And we think it's a beautiful thing. We think it's a beautiful sentiment, and I think... Uh, you know, we'll 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 check in over the course of this season to see how many women have left their families as a result of the uh, bird product bump. Yeah, that's right. We're trying to tally that. You know how a lot of like organizations will say, "Hey, we will plant a tree for every you know purchase, yeah. blah blah blah," and they have, "Hey, we we helped plant two million trees at the end of this." Yeah. By the end of the by the end of this season, we're hoping to be able to say quite a large number of women that yeah. we've encouraged to leave their families. So for each woman who leaves their family, we will plant a tree. Exactly, just to keep it a, a, as a whole cycle. Yeah. That'll kind of offset the carbon footprints from of the travel of, of the travel that <laughs> that we encourage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's it. That's it. Thank you so much for listening again. We appreciate and love you, worthy dum dums. You are the worthiest of dum dums, and we thank you. We love you. We admire you. We hope you tune in again next week. Yeah. 
so for all of us here at Bird Product Travel Agency, I'm Keith Bird. I'm Damon Product. And remember, the best time to travel is, is every time. time. Bye. Sayonara. See you later. Signing off.